the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 1220, KDOW. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Good day. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Going to have a good show for you today. Can't get over the... Woke up to my phone buzzing at me on breaking news. Tied towards the horror in Dallas where 12 cops were shot, at least five killed in the deadliest day for police since 9-11. That's a pretty big story. Like... I know Black Lives Matter. I know. And I know terrorism is part of the world as we go forward. I know. I'm not but being naive. But it really seems like what, what's once a monthly occurrence in the United States seems to now be turning into a weekly and sometimes even a daily. So, um, with that said, guess what? Gun stocks are surging. You can almost count on it. So if you think there's going to be more shootings, if you think... Uh, there's going to be more Second Amendment right debate. Um, gun stocks are a way to play it. Gun stocks are a way to make some money. Shares the largest gun makers are holding, you know, one of the better days on Wall Street in a while. Smith & Wesson up 5.2%. Sturm Ruger up 3.8%. Five officers killed, three are in critical condition. Two snipers opened downtown. Uh, during a protest, after the shootout with police, three suspects are now in custody. One gunman was killed. Gun stocks have consistently rallied um, after mass shootings, including after the Orlando attack, the Newton School attack, the San Bernardino attack. So gun stocks is, you know, again, to be noted, typically rallied following mass shootings. Smith & Wesson reported a, a rally in sales of up 22% in the most recent quarter. Um, it's bizarre. I can't put it any other way. It's bizarre. Um, and as we learn more, it's probably going to sicken us. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in there. That's not the only story of the day. There's a jobs report, which is more in my world 
than guns. So the jobs report crushes expectations. It's time to get the American astronaut with the flag waving on the moon. USA, USA, USA. Michael Phelps doing the Tarzan yell, and the crowd goes nuts. USA, USA, USA. It's the biggest gain in jobs in eight months. It was stronger than even the most optimistic forecasts. Last month was horrible. It was weaker than even the weakest forecasts, and that's why you blend data. At stake in the jobs report was confirmation that a hiring slowdown had not hit the United States. I don't think this suggests that we're off to the races. I think it reinforces the mature trend of the jobs growth in the United States. It's still relatively healthy, but also an economy that's doing relatively well. It's not heading into recession-type conditions. After the May report, and then in addition we get got the Brexit, you started to see an increased likelihood of an actual rate cut being the next move by the Fed. That's probably where you move the needle. Federal Reserve warned against putting too much weight on one month's data like it did last month, which created a lot of uncertainty about the job market. Average hourly earnings rose to a post-recession high of 2.6% compared with the prior year. That's nice. We're making more do-re-mi. Favorite game show? What was your favorite game show? I loved Card Sharks for a while, and then I went to Tic-Tac-Doe with Wink Martindale and his funky microphone for a while. Um, unemployment rate increased to 4.9% from 4.7%. More people came back into the workforce. The labor force participation grew from 62.6% to 62.7%. The number of people who worked part-time for the economic reasons thus plunged. Factory jobs increased by 14,000. Big job gains were also recorded in leisure and hospitality, healthcare, and social assistance. I might need some social assistance this weekend. If anyone wants to call me. Email me, rob at robblack.com. I may need a friend. That's right. Here comes the bud. Here comes the bud. He's number one. Um, <laughs> Be Rob's friend. How about that? How about that for us? For the saddest ad campaign of all time. Rob needs a friend. Non-farm payrolls up 180000 Unemployment rate 4.8%. Average hourly earnings month-to-month was up 2 tenths of a percent. Average hourly earnings year-over-year up 2.7%. Average hourly work week, 34.4 hours. So we got that going for us, which is nice. Stock market rocked higher yesterday. But that was in the early part of the day. By afternoon, it kind of rolled over. Roll over. Roll over. So it was a little change for the day. Just down a skosh and just down a skosh for the week. It's like that movie Orca. When Orca the killer whale decides to eat Bo Derek's leg. Not not her half her body, mind you. That would have been more graphic. And get, She was like up on a mountain house, on a beach house. Not a mountain house. Orca. Think, of, think things through, Rob. It was a beach house on stilts. And the Orca jumps 100 feet out of the water and just with the side of his teeth just... Gets the gets her leg, so Bo Derek had to walk around the rest of the movie with with one leg. I know you're saying that doesn't sound real. Well, movies are real, and I saw it, so there it, it is real. Okay, so we don't really have that much going on on Wall Street today. Overnight, we saw some caution action in Asian Europe, and then the jobs number came out, and things changed. Um, gains in Europe were not 
were extended not long ago. You know what's interesting about Europe? I'm doing a lot of study and a lot of research on Europe. I know you're saying Professor Black. Yes, if you want to call me Professor Black. You could be my student this weekend, the professor-student thing with a drinking game involved. You'll have to call me Professor. and I'll call, uh, You have to raise your hand when you have questions. But one of the things that's interesting about um, Europe right now is a lot of people think that this is the beginning of the end of disintegration or disintegration. They integrate it as a, a country, as a block. A lot of people think that, you know, UK going the first one out, now it disintegrates. Um, but a lot of people are looking at, like, Italy. Like, Italy, you've got bad loans, and they've been irresponsible. I know you're saying, I've never seen an irresponsible Italian. <laughs> I've never seen a responsible Italian. So the irresponsible bankers that are Italian have way too much bad debt on their, their rolls. I know you're saying rolls? On their, their, their on, well, their banks, they've lent too much bad money to too many bad people. And a lot of it's subordinated debt. So there's no way that monetary policy at zero is going to get the job done for Italy. So they're going to need to be bailed out. That's just a fact, Jack. And it's interesting because it seems to take crises to make the European Union understand that we need each other or that they need each other. And then they tend to get some resolve out of it, and they tend to make some, you know, fiscal changes, which is what we need. We don't need monetary policy. We need fiscal policy. So we'll see some action. It looks like this actually may be a good thing for the European Union, all things considered. So take a look at the markets today. You want to know what's going on? We're higher. So that jobs report was the magic elixir. The S&P 500 ups 20, the Dow up 175, the Nasdaq up 52, crude oil up 1%, sitting at 4565, gold down to 1353. Ten-year Treasury earlier this week was trading between 1.34 and 1.36. It's typically it's it's ticking up to about 1.4. The oil and gas industry in the United States would hire 100,000 people if it could find them. Your kids sit around watching TV. He's 25 years old. Go sit them to work in the oil industry. They'll hire him and make a man out of him. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, invested in more. Find me at robblackshow.com, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Parents, please teach your kids about Twitter. Every single day I see a story in the news. Someone deletes a tweet. Right? You see the same story. In this case, it was former Representative Joe Walsh, who's under fire after deleting a tweet saying that this is now war against President Barack Obama and Black Lives Matter protesters following the killing of Dallas police officers. 
Uh, three Dallas cops killed seven wounded, and he has to delete the tweet. Was he drinking? Like, how many times do we have to see people delete tweets? And that's a story? Um, his quote exactly was, three Dallas cops, cops killed, seven wounded, this is now war. Watch out, Obama. Watch out, Bly. Lives matter. Punks. Real America's coming after you. <laughs> Must have been drunk. That's the only thing that I can say. Uh, then he has to fix it. I wasn't calling for violence against Obama or anyone. Obama's words and Black Lives Matter's deeds have gotten cops killed. Time for us to defend our cops. Um, I don't know. Just parents, please teach your kids how to responsibly tweet. And Facebook profiles. Um, I see just way too many, way too many people posting way too much. Um, the best one yet was a guy who was going through, a friend of mine who was going through a divorce, and he posted everything, his mental breakdown into everything. And eventually all of his friends turned on him because he looked violently insane. Okay, so let's talk about an investment idea. Yes, you can go after gun stocks on a day when America should be mourning. You can go after a, um, the right to bear arms. Second Amendment play on mass shootings, Smith and Wesson, and/or you can go after Sturm Ruger, uh, RGR, or SWHC, or you can say, you know, I don't want that Brexit thing. Looks pretty messy. Now I like the Brexit thing. When I see European f- mutual funds down 20%, I'm like, hmm, that may be my time to buy. I know you're saying, do you really say that to yourself, Rob? I do. Hmm may want a delicious steak for dinner tonight. Um, Rob needs a friend badly. So Costco is the stock idea that doesn't have a lot of exposure to the world. Um, Some, but I think we see the strength of it in the U.S. Uh, Oppenheimer's Brian Nagel and his team took a look at Costco. They call for a $175 stock price on it. It's currently at $165. You're like, Rob, that's not a lot of upside. i got to have at least 20 points upside or 10%. Well, in a market that's giving you zero, maybe take 3 to 5% with a small dividend on the way. Um, or maybe you think about it. Um, and again, it's a consumer retail play, so maybe it's not ideal versus a consumer staple play. There's a lot of staples inside of Costco, but there's a lot of discretionary things to buy, too. You know, you don't really need a lawn set or a vacation or tire. Well, you might need tires. Um, but I do like the fact that they get us to pay surprisingly different membership levels. There's a regular Costco membership, and then there's like an executive membership, and you feel cheap not getting the executive one. So Walmart is pretty dominant in retail. But Costco is pretty dominant in warehouse retail. They've got 680 stores. It's the nation's largest wholesale operator ahead of Walmart Sam's Club. It's primarily out of the Costco wholesaler banner. It's in 71 million members in 40-plus states. It's also in Canada, Mexico, the UK, Japan, South Korea, Taiwan, and Spain. Note, not a lot of European exposure there. Some Asian, a little bit in Spain, for sure. Stores offer discount prices on about 4,000 products. I book most of my vacations or my car rentals and flights combination because usually they offer one thing better than someone else. So it may not be the flight may not be get be the package part, may not be the hotel, but then you get like a free car rental for a week. 
Car rentals aren't cheap. So 800-516-1220. A little bit more about Costco. Annual membership fees at Costco's 49 warehouses are set to increase by about 10% effective September 1. Wall Street likes when you fire people, and Wall Street likes when you raise prices. Starbucks is getting ready to raise prices. I might want to think about Starbucks. See, I'm catching myself, talk to myself again. Um, Asian warehouses usually enjoy greater membership per warehouse due to fewer overall locations and stores in more densely populated areas. Costco membership demand has proven relatively inelastic during uh, prior domestic fee increases. Expect similar results internationally. An approximate 10% international fee increase in Japan, Taiwan, and Korea could add up to about four more cents per share. But more importantly, it could be a, a harbinger for the U.S. rate increase as well. Costco has typically raised membership fees in the U.S. every five to six years, so it's a do. Um, and Wall Street thinks that Costco is Amazon proof. Today I'm going to go home. I'm going to stop by a Costco and get gasoline because it's cheaper. There's California, and you're like, Rob, you're not going to put gasoline in your car. You've got an awesome car. It's It's got four wheels. It's awesome. You're not going to put Costco gas in it. You know, there's actually a law in California that says gasoline has to have a certain formulation, and that's all I care about. So you can get your gasoline at Slick Willys. You can get your gasoline at Exxon. You can get it at Costco. It's going to hit the requirements that you need it to hit. So just throwing it out there for you. So Costco, I think it's a pretty smart idea as far as investing goes. I don't think it's the end-all, be-all, but I think, certainly think it's a pretty smart idea to start. Um, elsewhere out there, um, big, Cal- not California, but mega millions tonight, over $500 million. Are you going to win? Wouldn't it be great if someone won and gave me half? So if someone wants to drink beer with me this weekend, drop me an email, Rob, at RobLexer.com. Especially if you win the Mega Millions and want to give me half, I'll buy the beer. I know you're saying, I've always wanted to be Rob Black's buddy for a weekend. Offer's there. As more and more baby boomers start eyeing the cost of retirement and what the you know the, the real estate of retirement is going to look like, thoughts turn to concerns about how to fund those years. A lot of people don't think about that. I've got family members that are closer to retirement, but yet they're still, they'll take time off from work and enjoy. But they're so close to retirement, and it's like, wake up, wake up. It's coming. You're going to retire whether you want to or not. Someone that I work with in media recently was, you know, cut from his job. And he was a couple years from retirement. I'm going to advise him to seek out another job to get that bridge to where he should be versus where he has to be right now. You can find me at robblackshow.com, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. 
So this is Robert Smith of The Cure, which you probably don't know this, but he's part of the NSA, the National Security Association. We've cloned him and made giant robots of Robert Smith. If we ever get attacked by dinosaurs from the past or zapped into the future, if we ever get attacked by giant Barbra Streisands that the French have captured and, and cloned and made into giant robots, Robert Smith will save us all. Oh my God, no way! So, that's a true story. No way! So I talked a little Costco, and I talked a little markets and tenure treasury, and uh, the jobs number was solid. Um, I would give it a, a big solid thumbs up. I'd say aces right after it, but you'd probably go aces. Um, yeah, it's all that in a bucket of chicken, right? And you're like, bucket of chicken? You know who's doing a really interesting job of rebranding themselves as best they can? Um, Kentucky Fried Chicken. We look at Kentucky Fried Chicken in, in, in horror. There's a rumor that they're you know making chicken from an eight-legged chicken, and that's how they're able to get all it all processed and put together and packaged and uh but they're doing commercials now where they're they're showing you like the breading takes 30 whole minutes from start to finish and you're like 30 minutes wow that must be like real food so they're doing a pretty good job of slipping in some things to make you think that it's not all processed uh just saying just saying um and their whole multiple Colonel Sanders. I don't know about that part of the campaign, but they're doing their very, very best to show you that uh, it's not chicken nuggets that they're serving and that pink paste that everyone worries about. So 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we could talk about. U.S. added 287,000 jobs in June, crushing expectations. Wall Street kind of rallied on that. There's a rumor out there that John Kasich could try to make a power move at the um, the GOP nomination. If that happens, it's going to be one of the best conventions ever, just because no one will know what's going on. No one knows how the Electoral College even works at this point in time and what a superdelegate is and things along those lines. That would be fascinating to TV, <laughs> just to see him in, like, Trump wrestling. I'd pay money for that. Um, throw in Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders wrestling, that you, you have a cage match. And who doesn't love a good cage match, right? Um, Amazon is in the news. Amazon and Alibaba. So Amazon has something coming up called Prime Day. And basically, Alibaba has got something called Singles Day, where Singles Day is, I think, 11-11. So one 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 one. you see singles kind of thing. Um... Given that Alibaba's Singles Day grew by 5.6 times in its third year and 3.7 times in its fourth year, will Amazon Prime Day double? That would put 350 basis points of upward bias on global e-commerce revenue growth in the third quarter. Um, This year's Prime Day should be much larger than the last one because now we know a little bit about it and how it works. Prime memberships are up significantly with total members up 51% year over year. Amazon Prime is is a deal. You get video, you get music, you get storage for your photos, you get free shipping, two-day shipping. Uh, I buy almost everything in my life as far as household goods on Amazon. 
So a manufactured shopping event, it's not unprecedented. Um, since launching with 27 brands in 2009, Alibaba has grown singles day to $14 billion. Expectations are low because a lot of people don't really know what Amazon Prime Day is. <clears throat> I've said this once and I'll say, if I've said it once, I've said it a million times not to exaggerate, but saying it one more time just to get my millionth and one point in, um, if you can buy most of your stuff that you buy on like big day of sales, uh, Macy's, you know, one day sale where everything's 40 to 70% off, there's no difference in sleeping on sheets that are 70% off than that you pay full price for. And again, we all know how manufacturers and retails work where basically retails almost a double of a markup. So if it comes in with a skew of 20 bucks, it's, they're going to sell it for 40. Um, <clears throat> So I think you can save big on days like that. I'm not saying go out and buy something that you don't need. If you need smoke detectors because your smoke detectors are all 10 years old in your house, hey, maybe it's your day to get your smoke detectors. Um, I'll buy laundry detergent. I'll buy toilet paper. I'll buy anything that I can think about as long as it's 40 to 60% off on a day like that. So just throwing it out there for you. I think uh, that made-up day is pretty fascinating. And uh, doing it six months before Christmas is pretty smart, in my opinion. I know you're saying, holy mackerel, we're halfway through the year. We are halfway through the year. How does that make you feel? So, does it make you feel like you need a beer? Oh, my God, no way. I, myself, is the mug half full or is the mug half empty? It's a question that you always have to ask yourself. It's a question that never ends. So I look at the years halfway over. I would like to max out my 401k early in the year. Um, that's just me. It's obviously not for everyone. But Anheuser-Busch InBev is a publicly traded company. Ticker symbol is Bud. And it's one of those companies that you should take a look at as a long-term patient investor. It's going to be around whether we like it or not. Craft beers will not come and go. Craft beers are here to stay. But can craft beers kick out Anheuser-Busch InBev? Maybe they could hurt them, yes. A lot like Coca-Cola and Pepsi have been hurt by their being exposed to soda. But then again, I'm sorry, but I just looked at Pepsi yesterday. and was at an all-time high by a lot. So just because you can get the story in your head that Anheuser-Busch InBev is bad beer, and it is. Um, I typically pick up a case of Coors and wash my car with it. So I just pop a Coors, throw it on, rub it out, and everything goes well. Now, the Brexit is playing it with Anheuser-Busch Coors as well. So we've seen interest rates drop. Anheuser-Busch's InBev dividend yield far surpasses what the 10-year Treasury pays. 10-year Treasury pays 1.4% today. Um, Anheuser-Busch pays 3.5%. So people are flocking towards that as a way of getting yield with a company that maybe their best days are behind them because they taste great, less filling. Tastes great, less filling. Um, but the stock's at a 52-week high. Once again, it's a shocker, isn't it? You'd be like, no. It's that chase for yield right now. And you're also getting a little bit of growth in stock. Uh, maybe too many people are chasing it. There's definitively some of that going on, so you need to be careful. There's some 
other dividend yielding stocks that hungry investors might want to take a bite out of. And those are companies with low PE multiples, Ford, General Motors, Qualcomm, AT&T. All of them have seen people flock towards them as it's believed that their businesses are solid enough to stay in business for the long term. And they've got kind of a big fatty dividend. SAB Miller's purchase required regulatory approval from several nations. Um, so there was kind of like, at one point in time, there was like six major beer companies in the world. And now there's not. They've kind of combined and joint ventured with each other. Coors Brewing's got a great ticker symbol, TAP. So they own full control over Coors Light and Blue Moon. In China, eight, uh, Ambev, InBev said it would sell its SAB Miller's interest in the joint venture. So for some of the beers, they're that big. They're kind of world governments are saying, you know what, we need you to sell something so, so that another company in this country could do business. So that is one of those good problems to have. Again, do I like SAB Miller? Do I like Anheuser-Busch and good economies, bad economies? Forever and ever? No. But in a market where the 10-year treasury yield is so low and people want dividends, people are going to pay a premium for something like the dividend yield that Anheuser-Busch has that's almost 4.6% uh, when all is said and done less is done than said. So taking a look at the market numbers today, we see that we opened basically with the news that the U.S. economy added a whopping 287,000 jobs. And that makes the market a very excitable little boy. Um, if we have jobs, we're going to spend our money. So it looks something like this. Honey, I got a job. Woo! I'm going to work. So he goes to work and he works 34.4 hours a week and he gets his paycheck and uh, they decide to celebrate on Friday night and have a couple beers, maybe a glass of wine. She cooks a nice dinner. They make love. They make a baby. And then suddenly you're like, oh my God, diapers aren't cheap. Oh my God, food's not cheap. I got to work more. And you start clothing that, that little monster. And you start feeding that little monster. And you start thinking, like, um, I better get my little monster into tap class because tap dance class really pays off. It, it's like, how many tap dancers are there in the world that are super wealthy? Well, all of them, right? Okay, maybe none of them. Maybe they all become strippers. Maybe not the best idea to get your kid in tap class. But with that said, if people have jobs, people make little tap talent dancers. Tap dancers help the economy. I'm on this one. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. You can find me at robblackshow.com, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Black now. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW.
Welcome back in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Another dark day for the United States. What a 24-hour period from watching someone basically being shot and bleeding out on live stream by a police officer to looks like a routine traffic stop to five cops killed, 12 shot, deadliest attack on police since 9-11. Uh, rough 24 hours for the nation that is supposed to be the best nation in the, in the world. Uh, but I'm thinking we're kind of getting a black eye with all of our mass shootings. Uh, the employment report for June came in above expectations. People get pretty excited about that. Oil rebounded overnight. European markets extended uh, some a nice lead today. So they saw the jobs data, and they're pretty comfortable with it. In the end, Brexit's not going to kill the world. Brexit's not going to kill the euro. It's looking at this point in time like, yeah, there's some problems, and there's going to be some pretty big uh, votes in Germany and France next year. But for now, they're showing some resolve of trying to figure out you know, some fiscal ideas to go with their monetary policy. Strength today is seen in financials, materials, energy, industrials, consumer discretionary technology. Weakness is seen in utility, telco services. There's kind of some funny ideas out there. Of There's something called stub right now. And you may remember some of the um, words that we've used in the past. So that, you know, we, we kind of say it's the BRIC countries, Brazil, Russia, India, and China. They're growing. And then almost as soon as we come up with the notion of BRIC, B-R-I-C, Brazil, Russia, India, and China, they're growing. Then something bad happens to Brazil and Russia invades Ukraine. And that whole idea of investing in that direction just kind of blew up. Same thing with STUB. We came up with the term STUB this week, and STUB stands for Consumer Staples, Staples, Telco, Utilities, and Bonds. And now that everyone's said, you know, here's the safest place to be, these stocks have rallied so much, it's probably not the best time to be there, um, just historically speaking. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. The jobs report was a more reassuring jobs report for June. And again, it means that Americans have jobs. If people have jobs, they go out and spend money on the economy. And the economy is reflected in the stock market. Um, so we're looking good. It's widely believed that after we get through the summer that we'll have a year into the, into the year rally as earnings start to ramp up. Now we're in earnings season. We're in the second quarter earnings season. And we'll hear companies maybe trim expectations. Or like Pepsi, they raised expectations. So we'll see how the second half is going to work in the long run. Theranos is in the news today. Theranos is one of those companies that it's a great story stock. And like Forrest Gump said, you tell it, that's a great story. And you tell it so well. I think I'm the only person who hated the movie Forrest Gump. Hated everything about it. Especially Tom Hanks. Um, if I could put him in a room and, and like melt him and then put him down the drain, that's what I would have done to Forrest Gump. That's how much I dislike that film. But there's a company called Theranos, and their chief executive officer, Elizabeth Holmes. She was one of the um, billionaires under the age of 30. She was on all the magazine covers, and she was kind of hot because she was a billionaire who was under the age of 30. 
She was a Stanford dropout who came up with a blood testing mechanism that was able to test a lot more of your body chemistry with very little blood, like a pin brick. So it turns out that the blood testing technology would go on to raise billions and billions of dollars, thus making her a, a paper billionaire. Um, but now she's got sanctions on her that she's not allowed to run a lab for two years because said pinprick didn't actually work the way it was supposed to, and the results were compromised. So she can't do laboratory work for two years. Um, Theranos was basically trying to revolutionize the blood testing industry, which is dominated by Quest Diagnostics and Laboratory Corporation of America, which are publicly traded. So when you go to the doctors this weekend, whether you have Obamacare or use your health care, and the doctor says, okay, I need you to fast for a day. You know, I just did your... I just looked at your ear and pulled out a crown. Um, you know, your your heartbeat was good, but let's get some blood work on you. Make sure everything's cool. And you're like, okay. Um, so Quest Diagnostics is sitting at an all-time high. Why? Because they do blood work. And yes, somewhere down the road, there's going to be a super technology that puts a company like a Quest Diagnostics and a LabCorp of America out of business. There's no doubt that it will eventually happen. Um, how soon? We don't have an answer to that. We thought that we might have been on to something when Theranos had such a promising um, play, but again, it didn't turn into fruition. If you take a look at LabCorp of America, they too at our 52-week all-time high. Um, LabCorp is a little bit more expensive than Quest Diagnostics, and a lot of lab work now is doctors are trying to do it in-house. So there's always that concern, but maybe the more expensive test or maybe the more complicated test they have to send out a lab. So we'll see if a lab corp or Quest Diagnostics in the next couple of years decides to buy something like a Theranos, whose multi-billion dollar play got kind of ringed out like a mop. And Elizabeth Holmes, who looked really sexy and awesome and hot as a 28-year-old billionaire, well, she kind of looks like a crazy cat lady now. That she's not worth a billion. Just saying, same picture, different set of circumstances underneath the person. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. You can find me at robblackshow.com, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.